0: Oh, it's all just, right,
1: I'm ready for this episode. I re The Roseland Show, and I've been doing all sorts of reading on and off in between my other tasks today, so I'm ready. All right. Well, je
2: suis prête. Vous êtes prêts aussi? I love that
1: song. <laughs> all right, I'll get us started.
2: M-L-V-C. Oh, excuse me, but I'm singing in one key, and you're singing in another. Poor is the man whose pleasures depend
1: on the permission
0: the door now and, and suffer. And pay, pay, pay. Just give
1: me a fan. I don't trust any man who hasn't kissed another man.
0: I'm
2: waiting. All right, people, it's time to get your dancing shoes on. You're listening to MLBC. It's all Madonna, all the time. Welcome to the party, bitches.
1: One, two, three. Hey, everybody. it's the devil you would recognize, It's Ben. <laughs>
0: voices start to ring in my head tell me what do they say this is liberty that's what they say
2: (laughs) and hey everybody it's stefan you know you feel it in my heartbeat it's another episode of mlvc welcome everybody it's easter sunday we're recording this on the, the evening of one of the holy religious days i think it's the first time we've ever recorded on a super religious holiday such as this. I, uh, mm-hmm. Did Liberty, Ben, did either of you reenact the Live to tell crucifixion scene from the confessions tour today as a, as a good
1: Madonna fan? I, I can't say that I did. I did move <laughs> a rock and reemerge. So after a late <laughs> night last night, so, oh. you know, a little resurrection was at hand. Barely robed, I'm sure. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes, well, between you know, popping a hundred thousand deviled eggs into my little pie hole, uh, yeah, I did. Mm. I did uh, reenact a little, a little lift to tell, raised me up on that cross, and then popped another deviled egg. It was glorious. Wow,
2: oh, that sounds! I love a good deviled egg. Mm-hmm. I had some potato salad. That was as 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 far as. Easter fair that I had today, but I did spend the afternoon doing something that hard candy era Madonna
1: would be very proud of. And that was workout at the gym.
2: Mm-hmm. I was... Ooh,
1: yes. Those biceps during hard candy were to be mm-hmm. envied. Mm-hmm. 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 Yes.
2: Yeah. Well, everybody in honor of the 15th anniversary of Madonna's hard candy album, we have decided to pay tribute to a very poignant album in Madonna's Catalog. For a little bit of context, Hard Candy, Madonna's 11th studio album, was released on April 19th of 2008. It was her final studio album with Warner Brothers, marking the end of a 25-year recording history between the two. She collaborated heavily with people like Justin Timberlake, Timbaland, Nate Danger Hills, and Pharrell... We only got three singles from this album, the lead single, Four Minutes, which was a duet with Justin Timberlake, the second single, a hands-in-the-air dance song called Give It To Me, and of course, the ballad, Miles Away. We thought for the 15th anniversary, we would do a little deep dive on the album, discuss our favorite songs, the videos, maybe a little bit about the Sticky and Sweet Tour. What do you think?
0: I'm down. I'm ready to go.
1: I think we should do it. Let's unwrap and take a lick.
0: See my booty get down like, oh, uh.
1: see my booty get down like,
0: uh. ah! <laughs> it's one of the best lines ever out of a Madonna.
2: It is quite good. Yeah.
0: Really good song. A really good line in that song.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, so let's start off top. What are our favorite songs on the Hard Candy album? So let's do the track listing real quick. So it's mm-hmm. Candy Shop, Four Minutes, Give It To Me, Heartbeat miles away she's not me incredible beat goes on dance tonight spanish lesson devil wouldn't recognize you and then voices plus the bonus track ring my bell mm-hmm. um so what liberty what are your favorites what are your standouts from the album
0: well i would have to say that musically i really i really find incredible kind of so out there that i that i it. I took notice of it right away. Mm-hmm. Incredible for me was one of those like, what a standout song, different. Um, and it kind of went in a weird place, like right in the middle, right? Where you're like, oh, I didn't expect that turn of events, but I'm right. here for it. Um, yeah, I think that one was probably like my initial standout because it, it just sounded so different from other Madonna.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ben? Interesting you know what, my favorite track from this album changes like every six months. And having re-listened to it today, I'm I'm going to vote for Give It To Me, mm. which I don't normally do because mm. I stopped liking Give It To Me after Blurred Lines came out because I was like, oh, Pharrell, you basically like reused <laughs> Give It To Me <laughs> for yeah. this horrible, yeah. awful song. like, And I just couldn't believe that it took that, what, five years for that sound and that that tempo and beat and that disco retro, 70s funk retro to, like, become a hit. Mm-hmm. But re-listening to the album today, I'm going to give it to give it to me. Mm-hmm. If you'd asked me yesterday, I would have said voices because I love the melodies and the harmonies on voices.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, for the two ballads there that, that sort of cap the album, the ending, Devil Wouldn't Recognize You voices, those two are, I mean... Those are those those I can play any time and not feel too much in 2008, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes
1: sense. Yeah. What about you, Stefan? What's your favorite?
2: I I mean, I got to say right today, probably Heartbeat, just because I've been in a a heartbeat mood. And I was telling Liberty before you popped on in pre-show, Heartbeat is that one moment on the album where I feel like, if anyone says it hard candy doesn't sound like a Madonna album, you know, it sounds more like a Justin Timberlake album than it sounds like a Madonna album. I will hear heartbeat and say, that's Madonna. You know, that one little moment where she says, you know, I feel it in my heartbeat. That's Madonna. You know, like that is so Madonna. And it's just everything about it. The line, the way she sings it, that's it's quintessential Madonna. And so for now, but, you know, but no. mean, hello, so, n- rock a, give me a Madonna tour, and,
1: and if it doesn't have candy shop, then I'm, I'm, I'm right. out of here. So you've heard the demo and the guide track of Heartbeat, right? No. With Nicole Scherzinger.
0: Are you going to sing it?
1: Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> but for <laughs> listeners, you can find the guide track that Nicole Scherzinger recorded of Heartbeat for Madonna it leaked in like 2011 when a whole bunch of those other leaks like across the sky and Mm. yes and all those songs i know i love okay we got to talk about the unreleased songs later
2: uh, you know what thank you for reminding me about across the sky yeah
1: yeah we got to do the songs that didn't make the album a little bit later because there's a few others um but it's very interesting because I was always like, well, wait, did Pharrell write heartbeat? And then Nicole recorded it, and then Madonna heard it, and she's like, I'm going to change. Because there are lyrical changes, and then the part that you're talking about, the feeling of my heartbeat, she sings a little different. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's interesting, like the progression of that. Because then when I heard the demo, I was like, oh. But then you go back and listen to the track, and you're like... Even if even if Pharrell wrote ninety percent of the record, you're like, okay, but that ten percent that was added completely makes it the song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting. Anyway, we'll talk more about the 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 un the release tracks in a minute.
2: But thank you for reminding me about the the leaks because there were a couple leaks that happened before we actually heard the Hard Candy album. Most specifically. Yes. Beat Goes On. And, and I remember when wrote. Beat Goes On was drastically different from the version that is on the album. The the version that she what was it? The um instrumentation, uh, I can't keep waiting for you. I yeah. can't keep waiting. And it was something about always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Well, it
1: ha- it had the uh it had the George, George Harrison George. Here Comes the Sun lyrics, and you were just like, What? Yeah, go ahead <laughs> Liberty, what was it? Go ahead. <laughs>
0: I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. It's just something. She's got too much pride. Something there yeah. that's mm. so cute. I don't know. I, I actually like that. I like oh, the, see, that. Because I don't really like the, f- the album version
1: much. Really? Oh, oh, see, I like the album version the, of Beat Goes On I way love, better than the demo. Yeah,
2: Love the album version of Beat Goes On. If we could get madonna if we could get a re-release of beat goes on minus the stupid ass kanye on that oh like, yeah yeah Kanye <laughs> or, or like redo beat goes on with somebody else like give you know like let takisha do kanye's part or something but like fucking kanye get him off that album like what a piece of trash he is and uh, like he was okay when he was on the album i tolerated it but it's just like otherwise it's like enough get, go away <laughs>
0: Yeah, so I mean, it never, <laughs> it, it never sat well with me anyway. I mean, I don't hate, I, at that time, didn't hate Kanye. I don't hate him. I just find him like, it's, I don't give him any thought, honestly. Um, but I think uh, she probably herself would, you know, she could kind of dial back and say, well, maybe that was less than stellar um, uh, decision making on my part part i don't know i don't i think that uh, it could have gone it could he could have had absolutely no place on the song maybe i would like it better it's just not like it's just of all of the songs on that album to me beat goes on is kind of like yeah okay (laughs) like it doesn't do anything i mean it
1: was a little sister to give it to me but whereas Mm. dance tonight was like give it to me's brother. So they mm. were like deep in the groove and they were dance songs. And then beat goes on was Pharrell mining that same sort of, you know, Neo funk post disco territory mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. he was using again, years later and being much more successful with it. Um, yeah. But yeah, the Kanye rap, I mean, it made sense at the time because of where he was at his career and what she was doing overall, but it didn't really add anything. I really enjoyed the song live too, like in the in the stadium <laughs> setting. The yeah. arrangement and the and the instrumentation really translated well. More because so it had the scope to fill the stadium, whereas on the record you were just kind of like, "Oh, okay." I mean, I love I, again. I think "Beat
2: Goes On" has some of like my favorite um, Madonna moments from the from the album where it's like that, say what you like, do what you feel, you know, exactly who you are. You know, the time is right now, all that part. And then I love the whole part where she's like, let's go. You know, it's like, it's, it's like, that's so Madonna, that, that little voice, you know, it's just, there's some brilliant moments that she has throughout the album. Can we talk about the fact that a lot of people don't like hard candy? You know, like let's right. let, let's get that out there first. It's well, like a lot of people look at this album, and this is like one of those fan al- like fans are split. Some people hate it, some people
1: love it. Well, yeah, I, I mean, part of that is because at the time it felt like she was chasing the trend instead of making it. But she even addressed that in Rolling Stone and on MTV, where she was like. I just wanted to do something different. She wasn't interested in really innovating. She just wanted, she clearly was thinking, okay, I'm going to finish out this contract, give them some radio-friendly music, and then I'm going to go on this amazing tour with songs that translate well. Mm-hmm. But as I was saying earlier, you listen to it now. Because, you know, when when uh MDNA came out, people were like, oh, it's a divorce album because of like that right. gang bang song or bang whatever it was called. Um, love but this spent is
0: re- I don't yeah. give up well
1: love spent yeah but was that really about Guy Ritchie or was it about one of the boy toys trying to get some money out of her I True. feel like this album was the divorce as it was happening like not necessarily divorce but the dissolution of the relationship yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, for miles, miles away Array, on, exactly. incredible she's not me like totally mm-hmm, is about mm-hmm. the other woman sort of thing voices also yes double like, wouldn't
0: recognize
1: yeah it, it one hundred percent is those things were starting to percolate up.
0: Well, at and the even time. just the joy, the joy. There are some minutes like of joy on the song, like up. You know, I mean, on the album where you know, for example, Candy Shop. A lot of what of the of the playful part of who Madonna is, where we th- kind of felt that was stifled in her relationship with uh, her her ex husband. Yes. Um, I think that this was her, you know, trickling that in where she could, where she felt that, that, that it was okay. And maybe this was the only spot really in her in her life at the time where she could infuse some of her normal and which dancing we already know, that's like her, you know, that's who she is and what she's all about. Um Spanish lesson though. I don't know why. Oh, now, you know? <laughs> A
2: lot of people give Spanish lesson flack, and I gotta say, I kinda love that song. If you listen to the sticky and sweet version, the live mm. version, it's kind of good. It kinda slaps. It's
1: uh I, Yeah. Stefan, I'm I'm I I'm with both of you. I think as a as a deep album cut, it's kinda meh. But that's one of those songs, I think she was writing it for the stadium. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the intention was, and it had that big number with the the reveals of the outfits oh, and everything. So yeah. yeah. It it's just it worked in the show, even though yeah. it's a goofy song. But Madonna's made plenty of goofy songs. Hello, I love New York. Love, I mean. Love Makes the World Go Round, Jimmy Jimmy, Dear Jesse. Like, come on. It's, yeah, it's, but. It,
2: Every album is gonna have a sort of like a light moment, and Spanish lesson is probably that moment.
0: Maybe, mm-hmm. but I'm very okay as a language teacher. I just thought it was way too hokey. <laughs> I, I, don't, I mean, not okay, that I want her to legit. seriously that's teach. Legit,
1: <laughs> way, I don't. But,
0: want, it's not that I want her to teach me Spanish. Okay, I get that. That's like sort of a tongue in cheek, which is what metaphor. she's. You know, she's no, she's known for it. Yeah, I know. It's just like auto, uh, b- whatever. Baby. Auto. Yes. Where it's like, okay, I know, you know, there's not an actual, I don't know. Anyways, all of those things said, I think it's just, to me, it's overall, it's so, it's too hokey. I don't know why, but okay. it is. If
2: it was called French lesson, you'd be all on board, Liberty.
0: <laughs> well, she can do French lesson because she has, you know, a lot of French in her. You yeah, know,
2: or German lesson, Liberty. Be like,
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll be celebrating. You'd be
2: sing. You'd be teaching all the kids in your classes how to sing. Okay, well, so, to kids this week, we're we're learning Madonna's Spanish lesson song. Oh
1: Lord, wait. Well, do we think part of the problem is the title of it, calling it Spanish lesson? What if she had just called it tango
0: yeah maybe that's maybe that would help maybe that would because the
1: the title of the song never really shows up in the lyrics and the the hook and the melody and the chorus have nothing sort of have something to do with it but don't it's like a weird like inverted latin lover i mean it's an awful trope but it was 2008 and people still did Mm -hmm. that sort of thing but i always thought like it was the it was a bad song
0: title yeah, mm. it is. I think it's kind of like on it.
1: erotica where you saw, why is it so hard? And you're like, Oh, she's going there. And then it was a song about world peace. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: It's it, <laughs> I don't know. I guess I just kind of always liked the beat to it. You know, it, it has a, it's a fun dancey beat. And
0: I think I might like it if it had no words.
2: Or different just words, maybe. Interesting. I don't know.
0: I don't know. I, I, I'll, I'm going to take that track apart later in my, you know.
2: In oh, my okay. is, Well, is it gift? I was going to say, let's let's bring up let's bring up a hot topic here on MLVC, the the topic of skipping a Madonna song. So as we all know, Stefan got shit on for skipping skin (laughs) on the Ray of Light album. (laughs) Uh, um, Let's now talk about what song we'd skip on Hard Candy, because it sounds
1: like y'all have some skips on this album. Can Mm -hmm. I tell you that I'm the one who's going to get the hate for the song I skip on this album? Okay. Well, Liberty, let's
2: start with you. (laughs) Yeah, start with Liberty. You might have quite a few skips on Hard Candy. Uh,
0: I do actually, um, and because look, there's a lot of songs on this on this record which are good for certain moods, not good for other moods. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you're in a great mood, um, you know your party party mood, you don't really want to skip. You, you you might skip miles away, for example, if you're in the party mood, mm-hmm. right? And I'll say I skip miles away kind of a lot, and I know it's that's controversial. It's okay. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna be that. I'm
2: breathing. It's okay. I'm gonna be that I'm person. Breathing.
0: It's okay because you skip skin and I skip miles away. <laughs> Not anymore. So. Well, okay. Not anymore. After, s- after you gave do. me
2: Chinese water torture, I'm I'm like now like skin It's you know uh, I'm oh having a t-shirt oh made my up. Goodness, I've I've listened to Skin a hundred times, and all I've got was his t-shirt.
0: Just mm-hmm. miles mm-hmm. away to me is boring. It's boring. Have
2: mm-hmm. you listened to some of the remixes, like the Crowd no. Electric remix of Miles no. Away?
0: I, that's the other thing about me, guys. Remixes and I. I'm kind of like Oh that's fun Mm. But I never I never go like Well maybe this will turn me on If I don't like The original song I'm definitely not Checking out the remix To see if I like that better I'm
2: surprised that you would Turn your back on Miles Away because it's so guitar heavy and you're such a guitarist. It's so melodic and pretty. I think that you would want to sit down and acoustically sing Miles Away.
0: Maybe maybe it pisses me off that somebody did that to her. I don't know what it is. I don't know. but that she to enough. we're going
2: to have to get to the root of the problem here. I feel like
1: we're about to have like a therapeutic breakthrough here, just like the skin and stuff. Yeah, seriously, because Miles Mm. Away is kind of a beautiful track.
0: Well, and... and You know, I should have been able to identify because, um, I mean, uh, I was in a very long distance relationship uh, with my now husband prior to this record. Okay. But maybe that's why it's also part of this, like, I I already been there, done that. It's fine. Look, if he doesn't (laughs) like you, he doesn't like you. Like, cut him off, you know? I mean, I've always thought Miles
2: Away is very bittersweet and sad. Like, it's such a beautiful song. But it's, you could hear, like, Madonna tends to... When she writes, I don't feel like sometimes she's writing about herself. She's mm-hmm. you know writing about a story that she's heard about somebody else. So she's putting herself in the shoes of another character. But I felt like Miles Away. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's her and Guy Ritchie. That's like, yeah, definitely. She that is like if y'all watched, I'm going to tell you a secret. <laughs> you can see that that's the result the, in Miles Away. You know, absolutely,
1: and, absolutely. It's and, and Miles Away is in my top ten songs. I wish younger artists would discover and cover because mm, it's mm-hmm. such a good melody. It's such a well-constructed song. It's yeah. not difficult to sing. And somebody with a really good voice could really do something interesting oh, I mean, with Liberty, like, You sound
2: so beautiful singing yes, that song. Yeah, Liberty, Liberty, the lyrics, too much of no sound. Yeah, that I mean, is great. It's okay, so look. good. It's so okay. good.
0: Look, in my defense, okay, I I, I don't hate it. It's just one that I'm like, this is a little too sad. I'm gonna mm. skip. Okay. It's a little okay. too. Okay.
2: All right, fine. Well, next. Too now much. let's turn our attention to Benjamin. Benjamin, what song do you skip?
1: Oh, I skip Devil wouldn't recognize you every time no matter the mood. I hate that song.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> Click. Goodbye. Liberty's what? going
1: Liberty's going miles away. When and I found <laughs> out that Joe Henry was the original co-writer on that and that the two of them had been working on that for years, I was just like, "Well, one, why, and two, I'm not <laughs> (laughs) surprise because it's terrible and no amount of effort is ever going to fix it and then they then they let justin timber puke on it (laughs) and he turns it into the one of his songs from future sex love sounds and i just was so annoyed i just can't wow i even skipped it when i watched the sticky and sweet tour
0: (gasps) okay yeah i do i would do that too because but i love that song I can't wow. I just can't. I'm, I'm I absolutely. Surprised.
1: I don't like the way that she sings it. I feel like her voice is, and this could be in the mix. I, I, uh, I want mm. a different vocal performance on it, too. Maybe then I would like it a little bit better. Uh I know, mm. and that's a huge fan favorite, and people loved it, and people lost their mind for it on the tour. I can't with that song. I would mm-hmm. like to hear what her and Joe were doing before Timber Puke got his fingers on it. Yeah, <laughs> that Most would definitely. be actually
0: interesting. But I yeah. still like I still like it either. But I also do like Justin Timberlake. I so. oh, see. I don't.
1: I used to, and then I don't. And I I like some of his songs, but overall, I just feel like he does the well, same thing every time.
0: Post the first. Uh, uh, like volume one of 2020 visions, I haven't mm. really caught on yeah. anything that he's done, but what at, you mean, it, yeah, the <laughs> song?
2: I got this feeling.
0: Oh, no, absolutely my, not. Oh, no, now, no, no, my no. kids love that song, <laughs> but I'm not gonna, you know, that's not the one for me, but yeah, I, like, like in my,
2: whatever, I don't even know.
1: <laughs> I know, I, and I know it has, it actually has some great lyrics, like, I mean, just. Yeah, The devil wouldn't recognize you, but I do is great, but like, what they did with it structurally, I I just can't. So Sorry, fandom, mean, I hate that bring, song. You bring
2: up an interesting point <laughs> because I have always thought that maybe if we reproduced the Hard Candy album that some of the tracks that people don't sort of resonate with might change people's minds, you know? Mm-hmm. it, it, it Maybe if you got rid of Justin Timberlake or Timbaland's feel or, you know, like maybe that would change your feelings about Devil Would Recognize You.
0: You know, the Mm. thing about Justin, Justin Timberlake, he also has a little bit of a hokey. Like he'll always have one or two songs on his album where you're like, Justin, you want me to take you seriously? Or do you want me to call you a dumbass? Because Mm. what you've just (laughs) put, you know, for public consumption is... Is absolutely trash. Hmm. But the other songs, you know, it's just like one or two where you're, and I don't know if he does that where he's like, this is who I really am and who I really want to be, but I'm going to go ahead and put all those other fluff songs. And then these, maybe somebody will love these two trash songs that, you know, I've (laughs) Uh, worked so hard on. Who
1: who knows, but I (laughs) I just, I wanted to like it, but I just can't.
0: In fact, that is that to me. Is shocking, Ben. From
1: It's shocking to other other friends of mine who are Madonna fans who
0: particularly like, from the from the writing part. Like but the, the, the they, but they words. took
1: the good writing and like ruined it with everything else. All the accoutrement and all the editing choices are so bad. Like where hmm. was the editing? Where was Spike Stint in there telling Danja and and Timberpuke and Timberland to get out and to like let um, Pharrell have his hands on that one, or somebody bring Guy Sigsworth in to fix it. I don't know. It just it's a no. I, okay. I just want to
2: say how happy I am to hear that you two. <laughs> Have songs that you don't like on an album Mm -hmm. simply because I feel like I got my name dragged through the mud on this podcast, and every one of the fans who listens to the show, we're all like, I can't
1: believe it. Blah 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 blah.
2: So you've heard it here, folks. Liberty doesn't like Miles like Ray. the most
0: one of the most like <laughs> one if, of the most I cherished mean,
2: songs on the album it.
0: i know and, it's and, fine and
2: ben is trashing devil wouldn't recognize you so listen
1: they can come for me cuz got the essay ready to put them in their place so <laughs> wow, bring it. That's, okay, all right, well okay so then what's stephen? your skip
2: of course i stephen does have a skip cuz uh, there's always one song Wait. on a madonna album can i guess yes you can
0: okay she's not me
2: Hell no! Are yeah, you crazy? No, no. <laughs> he doesn't. Skip
1: that. Wait, I want to guess
2: now. Well, well, Ben, why don't you think I skip? Why don't I skip? She's not me. You should oh, know because that
1: song, that song bangs, and it's so good. And and mm-hmm. there's a certain sort of like, especially when it came out, there was a certain like gay anthem energy to that song that yeah. like if you if Ooh. you were in those pre-apps and like internet dating days oh like a lot of the gays we were like okay madonna we hear you we see well i mean we come on it.
2: even the whole thing wendy like yeah, just yeah.
1: The, when, just and the, when wendy melbourne starts playing that oh my god i lost my mind just, when i realized just who that, that, that was. she drops
2: that name in the middle of it it's just like who's wendy <laughs> like uh, even if you do the know revolution hello yeah, exactly
1: yeah i didn't know Oh, I did. I knew immediately when I heard that bass going, I was like, oh my God, is Wendy Melvoin on this track? And like, I immediately got the booklet out and I was like, oh my, cause you know, I'm a huge Prince fan too. So, oh my Lord. <sighs> hmm. Okay. What do you skip? I bet you actually skip Incredible. Ding 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 ding. Yes, I do. Come on, (laughs) easy. That that was easy. It's it's as chaotic as Skin was, and you don't you don't like the chaotic zone. The
2: whole the the (laughs) the fact that it changes somewhere in the middle (laughs) and the speed goes up and down. I'm like Madonna. What are you doing with this? Like I don't. no. No. Incredible. Now, it's like, I don't even like the way she
1: sounds. Ooh. <laughs> See, now, Liberty, I'm with you. I actually love Incredible. I think of it as like a suite. It's actually like three musical pieces yes. put together with mm-hmm. tempo and time changes. And like she, the pitching on her voice and the way that, I mean, it almost becomes like it's like a white party in Palm Springs circuit track by the end. I was like, what what were they smoking in the studio? It was so wonderful and inventive and creative. I loved it.
2: See, I just just felt like Incredible sort of stuck out. Like, maybe if Incredible Mm -hmm. was on another album, it would have, like, been okay. But, like, she's got me in a vibe, you know? We're starting off with Candy Shop. Yeah, Yeah. We're going into four minutes. It's, you know, like, there's all this like R and B it's very funk it's very, And then all of a sudden incredible comes and it's kind of not like the rest of them. And it de- like, it definitely divides the album. And yeah, I, I well, just, lyrically
1: I get, it's on t- now I pulled up the lyric sheet. It is lyrically on par with the rest yes. of the album, but you're right. The production and the musicality are more in alignment with probably like MDNA. Yeah.
2: I, yeah. Mm-hmm. But every now and again, just for shits and giggles, I'll sit through <laughs> Incredible just because I'm like, should I give it another chance? And then I'm like, hmm, nah, next. So it wow. even
1: shares that weird bridge. What was that, the bonus track on MDNA that was the dun 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 dun? Because it's got this part where I remember when you were the one, you were my friend, you gave me life, you were the son. It's like very, oh, best friend. That's what oh, it's called. Best friend. Uh huh. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. got that similar. Uh, I could see that. Mm-hmm interesting
2: yeah that's, mm. okay yeah but but look i love me f- the pharrell tracks on this album 100 I mean? come on it's like fantastic and what you, you you were saying ben the fact that madonna put this out in 2008 and it took how long for people to come out and say pharrell's amazing this is mm. like, we need his sound it's all over the place and i'm like wait So y'all were shitting on Madonna in 2008 saying she's doing a tired, old Chasing the Trends album. And yet, five years later, everyone's like, like, so
1: But here's the thing. That sounds
2: all over the place.
1: He was testing, he was shifting his sound from what he was doing with like Exhibit and, and Britney and people like that. Mm-hmm. Like the kind of artist he had been producing up to that point, even what he did with Justin on the Justin's first solo album, he, he yeah, he really wasn't on um, the second one as much. He only did like a couple of tracks, if I remember correctly. And Pharrell was kind of like starting to like you know have his first like valley in his production career, and a lot of what he did on this album was a shift. He was doing a mm. shift in how he was building his songs. And, you know, it's credited to the Neptunes, but this is also where he was starting to do more on his own because you notice that he is the only credited songwriter with Madonna. Chad mm-hmm. is, of the Neptunes is not. So they weren't writing them as a duo, mm-hmm. like a like an N.E.R.D. record. It was just Pharrell. And he was trying new stuff. And then five, six years later, that's... Same stuff he was doing. He had refined it to the point he was having massive hits with it. Yeah. Yeah. But,
0: well, he'd, he'd already had like, I oh, mean, yeah. Gwen with Hollaback Girl, he'd had a yeah. huge, you know, at, at least in 2004, he was already on people's radar, you know, because I think he wasn't really a household name until really until then, even though. He,
1: yeah. he they, they hit it big in like 2001, 2002 after they did, uh,
0: Right. Like, I mean, I remember hearing and boys
1: about... and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah.
0: But where it got huge was Hollaback Girl. I oh, think. Yeah.
1: That, well, that was, that was his first shift because they started doing that deep rubbery, like Southern mm-hmm. base that had mostly been in like outcasts and people like that. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, such an interesting time in music history, really. Well,
1: and it's funny that she was veering in this direction in 2008, which was the same time that, like, Katy Perry was bringing back the sort of straightforward pop music with the EDM sound. And, you know, Gaga mm-hmm. was coming out basically doing early Madonna mm-hmm. and, like, straight up, like, club dance music. It was like nobody else was doing this kind of music at the time, this sort of like, it had all these retro references to like seventies funk and disco put together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then it became like the hot thing six years later. And if we all can
2: put ourselves back in 2008 for a moment, let's also remember that because she had worked so heavily with Justin Timberlake on this album, this was also the very first Madonna album to be launched with a single that was not just Madonna. This right. was Madonna with Justin Timberlake, and that then became a trend for her. After this, yep. where almost every single song after that was—it was always Madonna featuring like M.D.N.A. We the first song we got was her, Nicki Minaj, and uh, M.I.A. You know, uh-huh. so I think uh, the reception was off on a strange foot when you know, we got four minutes as a single and we're like, wait, what Madonna and Justin Timberlake. Why, are, why is it not just Madonna, you know? And it was very heavily Justin Timberlake yeah. on this album. Like if you yeah. listened, he's on like half the album with her.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I just wonder tr- if I was, I just wonder if that sort of skewed people's perceptions of the album a little
1: bit. Oh, totally. Especially Especially long time fans who were at the time, and I remember this because, like I said, a couple of really good friends of mine are also big Madonna fans. And they liked Hard Candy, but they were like, I could do without Justin Timberlake. I'm like, we all could. The universe would be better, <laughs> but whatever. Um,
2: well, because we know Madonna won at Candy Shop to be the very first single right, off that album. Right. And she fought against it with Warner Brothers, and they finally won over and said, no, it has to be four, it has to be four minutes. But she won at Candy Shop. And I always think that because of that fight with Warner Brothers, that's exactly why she performs it all the time. Because she's like, you know what? This was the song
1: I wanted to release and you didn't release it. So I'm going
2: to give it all the money from the tour.
1: Yeah, I mean, that, that could be. I don't know that that was first single material. I still think either Miles Away or Give It To Me should have been the first single. I yeah, feel like that's... those are quintessentially Madonna tracks that mm-hmm. would have done better at radio, especially because Four Minutes, which is an okay song, but it sounds too much like Earth Intruders, the song that that he did with Bjork just like nine months before Four Minutes mm-hmm. came out. And, it, mm-hmm. and then Beyonce suffered that same fate when she put out Run the World and it ripped off that major laser song and everybody was like, we already heard this, and Christina right. did it too when she sampled that Chris Brown song, and her song tanked and ruined Bionic with these weird choices for first single. I don't get it. The record companies had lost their mind. Well, they they probably think, oh well,
2: look at look how well it worked with them a couple months ago. Let's let's right, do it for this. Right. Well,
0: Which is a foolish. lot of that That's is not what
1: people want.
0: Cashing in on Justin Timberlake because yeah, he was totally. a, he was a hot commodity. I mean, yeah. the boy oh, yeah. was. Literally everywhere in the early 2000s. Yeah, you he was bringing sexy like, back. And it, and he could do no wrong. I mean, he rips off Janet Jackson's, you know, pops <laughs> her titty out. Right. And he, he was still everybody's little... You know, oh, he's just you know the he's a little cutie. He didn't you know, know what he I was, was doing. He didn't know that her nipple that was, was under Janet's that part fault. of her shirt. Janet
2: asked him to do that. I mean, come on, yeah. people. Let's. He he knew what was going on.
0: And but anyway, all of that to say, I think you know me personally. I I had been a Madonna fan all my life, and here four minutes, and I was like, this is absolute trash. What the fuck? What did she just make me? Listen to, I'm sitting in the hospital in Germany about to have a baby when four minutes drops and I'm like, oh my God, the premiere. And and at that point we still had video premiere and it was super exciting and it was on MTV and I didn't care what my roommate wanted to watch. I didn't know her, but whatever. (laughs) And I had, you know, put it on and I was like, I can't believe this. Like, am I still going to be a fan after this? You know, I mean, really an existential crisis. Really? Over hmm, four minutes? Interesting. I hated, I, I, well, I really don't ever love the lead singles. Music, for example, was never my.
1: Oh, yeah, we've like, been down that road. Like... Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Anyway, but I thought That's four Careful. minutes Careful, was... you're
2: going to get excommunicated soon.
0: But listen, <laughs> if you listen to four minutes now, if you turn it up really fucking loud, it's really a good song.
2: Oh, four I minute. love I actually love 4 minutes. I think 4 minutes is they the two of them sound so beautiful together on that track. Mm-hmm. And I love the rebirth remix of 4 minutes is heavenly. I love the sound of that and it sort of takes away the bombastic Timbaland production of 4 mm-hmm. minutes and it makes it a bit more of a smoother dance song and I think maybe like had we heard again I go back to if we had stripped the production of Timbaland's sound off of Mm -hmm. some of the songs, it might have fared a little bit better for people. You know, Four Minutes is a very drastically different song for Madonna. Yes. It does not sound like her sound. It Mm -hmm. sounds like something Justin Timberlake would do. And I think that was sort of like an initial resistance. Now I'm used to it. And I think it's part of Madonna canon and I I'm, I'm yeah. so, but there's also this really great bootleg remix out there. Google it. I, if you can find it, it's, um, four minutes to Pajunu and P J A N O O Pajunu and some song out there. It, it, they mashed it up with four minutes and it's so good. Maybe I'll sneak a little bit of it onto the end of this episode. Stick around to the end of the episode, people. But it's so good. I've never heard that. It's so good. And if you don't like the album version of Four Minutes, trust me, this is like heavenly. And just hearing Madonna and her vocals on this stripped away from that bass and trumpet sound of Mm -hmm. the regular four minutes she sounds beautiful and it's just, it's wonderful.
1: So yeah, those keyboard horns on four minutes are absolutely terrible. I'm like, why are those even there? But it is interesting how just in the three of us, how differently we all come into that song. Like Liberty didn't, you know was like what is this it's weird you didn't like the production for me it was a case of it being that too familiar because it sounded like that bjork song mm-hmm. and i was, which no no one has probably ever heard sure go, go go find it on youtube it's cute but it was like subpar bjork and it just yeah it's, that's so interesting but i think we can all agree it shouldn't have been the first single yeah
0: yeah, I could yeah. say
1: that. Mm-hmm. I, give it to me. Probably would have fared a little bit better, but I
2: understand from a marketing perspective why they wanted to splash. They wanted to oh, attach 100%. her and Justin Timberlake, and you know, Liberty. And they... Maybe, maybe Liberty, you just don't like the song because you were having labor pains when you heard it. You know, like <laughs> maybe would... it's just like PTSD, where like every time you hear bom bom bom, you're like oh, and you start feeling like
1: the the pangs of labor over again. Or maybe that noise induced it, and that it was over even faster
0: oh my god i wish that but just was the imagine story if but... they
1: had if they had done give it to me first and the video budget had gone into that video instead of all that goofy special effects in mm-hmm. 4 minutes it was just i was hey, like Why? listen
2: whenever i'm in the supermarket checking out groceries i always want to hop on that conveyor belt and do that choreo and do your <laughs> yoga dance moves. Mm-hmm. Oh my you know, God. I just want to be like strutting on that conveyor belt like Madonna and Justin do, you know. And uh, I kind of like, I, I've always wondered, I'm like, how many times did they have to practice slipping in through those car windows? Because I'm like, I would have bashed my head or
0: something. Oh, going for in. sure. You know, Scrape like my back would have been all scratched up. Maybe yeah. that
1: was that was her stunt choreographer. Was it Stephanie? Maybe Stephanie was doing that. In oh, the maybe so.
0: I oh. could be right.
2: Can we talk about how gorgeous she looked in the video? I mean, Uh, Michelle Piper. Yeah, she looked amazing. (laughs) That key light. I mean, her hair. I thought she looked beautiful. I loved her outfit. You know, I thought... Thought her and Justin were having fun in the video. You know, it was oh, fun yeah. to see it was fun to see them dancing around
1: and oh, for I sure. liked how every flesh-toned layer she took off. I more and more was like, Well, I guess I need to go to the gym some more. I'm like, right. mm-hmm. I want to look like that. Well, and now I'm the same age she was with that album came, when that video came out. I'm the same age. I'm like, oh my goodness. Her workout regimen must have been insane.
2: I was just really pissed that every time she took off a layer, Justin t- didn't take off a layer. I am like, uh, Justin, come on. You've got a scarf and a jacket on. It you was can't still... st- strip down to a tank top at least, Justin. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't need to see that. I would have enjoyed seeing that. I wouldn't. He was cute in 2008. He was cute. cute. He had a body. I don't know (laughs) what it's like anymore. But in 2008, I wouldn't have been mad. Hmm. I mean, look, okay, Ben. We know Justin's titties aren't as big as yours. We get it. I just
1: don't care for him. I just. Oh, it. Clearly, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, next topic. Next topic. (laughs) Let's talk
2: about uh, the bonus tracks or the the B side tracks the the tracks that didn't make the album obviously there's Ring my bell which was an official bonus track but then there were uh, a couple other songs uh what is what are they uh, latte animal mm. animal oh across my oh. god that song is
1: just wicked i love it across I love the that sky one too. Um, do, broken do you, isn't broken
0: isn't broken broken written was broken word?
1: was written then and then but then they didn't finish it until celebration right mm-hmm
2: it's interesting, because I can't see Broken... See, oh, okay, hello. See? Maybe if Broken had sounded like four minutes, we all would have been like, ugh, I can't stand Broken. But Broken was <laughs> produced by Oakenfeld, and we're like, oh, yay, Broken! You know, who knows? You never know. I go. So, so my favorite uh, unreleased track from that is definitely Across the Sky. I oh, just, yeah. Uh, so, so good. I, I can see why they didn't put it on the album, because it did sort of... Share a little bit of affinity to "Miles Away," and "Miles Away" was probably the the stronger track that they wanted to put Mm -hmm. out there, maybe because it resonated a little bit more with Madonna, but. Across the Sky, I just think is absolutely gorgeous. It's beautiful.
1: Mm, I love Across the Sky, but you know what? Once I had my hands on Animal, that was on my running and gym playlist for years. That song stomps. Like, you can hear the boots that she wore through this entire era. You can hear them in that song. Like, she's just walking all over that fool. I love it. I love I, that I, I always
2: felt like Animal was Rebecca Carlson. Re, what is Reincarnated. It? Reincarnated, <laughs> thank
1: you. A little a little Dita. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I yeah, I gotta, I gotta give it to Animal. All right. So with Hard Candy, we
2: were very limited on the amount of actual videos that we got. Although we got three singles, we only got two music videos. Obviously, one was for Four Minutes, and the other was for Give It To Me. Miles Away did not get a video. Would have loved to have seen one. Liberty would not have mm-hmm. loved to have seen <laughs> that.
0: Well, it had It mm-hmm. had
2: the live video
1: from the tour. It had yes. the live. Yeah. That was also I mean, a
0: disappointment. Yeah,
1: it was. You see,
0: they <sighs> fucked up with Miles Away because...
1: Yeah, they, it should have rolled out a little
2: bit better.
0: People like me just be like, nah.
2: But So what did you think about the videos that we got? I mean, obviously, Four Minutes was... A huge budget. They they definitely put some money behind it, and I thought it was very loud and s- splashy and kind of fun. It's poppy. It's mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff going on. Obviously, that that crazy computer generated monster yeah. coming to like eat away at the world. The event horizon. Yeah, from... as Justin and Madonna are fleeing and singing through supermarkets and people banking out and cars and um, and eventually it catches up to them. They they can't save the world. It, it no matter how hard they try with their song,
0: the yeah, event horizon I mean, still got them. See, I think they should have been working out or something in the video. I don't know. There's some. I don't know. You it would was like
2: You would have liked a different, uh, different. Yeah, premise. I
0: mean, they sort of they sort of talk. or they sh- talk? No, they show. Right, the the tongue kissing. Right, and then it's sort of like a a anatomy like a look at the anatomy it's a slice through what the tongue looks like on the inside and the cheek and the mouth and I don't know I would have liked a little bit more of of that risky uh videography I guess if you will like some of that you know you would I have think
2: liked the, that more a little bit more nine inch nails
1: uh, yeah I wanted to see yeah, more yeah. more
0: uh because it was very to me it was a little vanilla I mean the thing is is I, and I'm just going to say this, even though I don't, me personally, I don't, like, live on this planet. But the, the the fact that I think they wanted to sort of downplay the age difference and who, you know, how much older Madonna is than Justin um, by, by giving her a more youthful sort of vibe, right? And they definitely make sure, to, and she makes sure to show her body because that is the most, I think, like, impressive part of phys- physical Madonna, but I don't know. I felt like there was just something missing. Something hmm. not there. I feel
1: like the concept for the video was ahead of its time and it needed Again, fifteen years later, they would film that in the volume on the studio lot, and it would be like mm-hmm. Madonna and Justin in a Marvel movie sort of situation because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. but instead, we got like a it was almost like a play with special effects because we were clearly on a set and they were moving around the set in the different setups and then they added the special effects. But then we had the intercut with the choreo. Which was revisiting some of the Me Against the Music yoga flip-flop choreo. And then it had True. some other choreo. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, I give it a B-. Sure. And I, what do we yeah. think about Give It To Me?
2: So, obviously, that was uh, filmed while she was doing a photo shoot with Tom Monroe. And she looks... Fl- beautiful i did think it aired a little similar to the opening of hung up when she's in the studio and you know she's sort of like warming up and give it to me she's Mm -hmm. up against a a mirror with a dance bar and it's sort of very similar in that respect but um she looks very modern and she's you know she's got that feather boa and she's got a cute little outfit um i thought she looked beautiful
1: Yes, I thought so, too. I agree. It was too many setups, though. Yes. My favorite one was the black fur with the black mini dress with all the gold chains. The same outfit. She then left the shoot and went to BET. Yes. And did that. And she looked amazing and there should have been more of that look in the video and she had that lamp and the brick wall because i i was like you Stefan. i thought the stuff with like the ratty tatty clothes and the the dance studio i was like we've been here before yeah and then there was the setup with like the weird flowy peasant top and like the paisley or the, some kind of weird pattern on the wall. And it was like sepia tone. I was like, yes, no, why are we here?
0: Yeah. Maybe a lower budget. I mean, that's probably why they were there, but it's not, it just isn't as engaging. I think it doesn't have as much of a story feel like four minutes has four minutes at least has a little bit of, of an arc, you Mm -hmm. know?
1: Yeah. Whereas
0: give it to me. is just kind of like now I'm vacuuming. Now I'm, Oh, I love it. the behind-the-scenes
2: of that video. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you
0: know what? Yeah. If anything,
2: that just makes it worth it. When she's like, "Somebody shut off the vacuum cleaner," and she's like singing the Evita song when mm-hmm. she, through the through the <laughs> megaphone.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, it's kind of fun. Like, Google that, people, if you haven't seen that clip. Yeah. that's it's the behind-the-scenes. That scenes should have been part of the
1: video. Like, they should <laughs> have had her in that ridiculously glamorous outfit, vacuuming and lip-syncing, <laughs> yes. because that's her kind of humor, and it would have been funny and. Instead of vampy, I've yeah, like I love, missed opportunity. I, I
2: love behind the scenes video stuff from Madonna, like the take a bow thing. Oh when my she's, god! I mean, she's she's must be having so much fun because she's like working, but in between setups and yeah, that's it's she's kind of funny during those moments. Oh, she's hilarious!
0: Yeah, she has a great sense of humor. She's a comedian. We already know we've seen mm-hmm. her since mm-hmm. then. Her comedic. Uh, career has been taking off,
1: yeah. and is there really anything to say about that Miles Away tour video clip? It was just—it's
0: mm, just a letdown. It I just mean, wasn't
1: dynamic. Yeah, I
0: think it—it it, it deserve. It, I mean, look, it's again not my favorite song, but it—but people love it so much that it really deserves its own. Again, an arc that is something people can be like, "Wow." Yeah, I, I mean, I would have
2: been okay with it had we intercut footage of her singing that song on tour and then there was like new footage shot of her to tell the story so it's like a literal depiction of oh madonna's on tour and she's you know having this tough time living constantly
0: traveling She's hotels traveling,
2: yeah it's, it's tough to live a long distance relationship you know like i would have loved to have sort of seen a little something you know like,
0: yeah just,
2: she could have been a,
1: writing love letters on her blackberry yeah
2: just give get a mm-hmm. super great camera and film it on the plane you know I, yeah yeah,
1: yeah. Spot well, you know, well, those,
2: those, those were the days before she had Ricardo and, you know, now maybe she would have done something like that, you know, where yeah. she like, oh, "Let's just, true. I mean, I always want, anytime she releases a single, I always want a video. I don't care how low budget it is. Just shoot it with an iPhone, you know, just give me visuals to accompany the song. I just, I always want to see visuals from her. So,
0: Well, especially when we know that there is a camera constantly going Around always. her, I mean, even on, w- w- I don't remember what tour it was where we everybody was like, no, no, definitely, you know, Nathan or Rissman, I think is his name. Is he with her? You know, it's definitely, that means that there's, they're filming a documentary. I think it was Rebel Heart. Nothing ever came, right? But she's always got somebody with her, with a camera, just constantly filming oh, everything.
2: Thousands upon thousands of hours of footage of her locked in a vault that they must be planning for like, Gears it's from all, it's all going to be yeah.
1: posthumous. Yeah. yeah. It's so weird.
2: 100%, 100%. Well, thanks for taking a trip back to 2008 with me. I I I want to remind everyone, both Liberty and Ben have skippable songs on this <laughs> album. That is fight the takeaway Takeaway here, people.
0: Contro- controversial ones at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's fine. It's fine. Come for me. Come I'm for me. My- <laughs> I sent for
2: you. Their DMs are open. You can find them yeah. well, they're on Instagram. Not. You'll just get deleted. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. You'll land in my other's box and I'll be like three weeks later, be like, what is this? Oh my gosh. Somebody wanted to talk oh, to me. Look.
2: Hey, mail. Someone wants to send me a powder in the mail. What? <laughs> <laughs> the
0: special powder yeah oh,
2: my, oh gosh. my gosh well and remember everyone you can find us on instagram at mlvc podcast we're also on youtube at mlvc podcast you can donate to the show we're on Venmo mlvc podcast or think about becoming a subscriber help keep the show going get these episodes for anybody else patreon.podbean.com forward slash mlvc podcast liberty ben see my booty get down like uh, mm. See my we get down like uh-uh. mm.
0: This has been incredible Really oh. just incredible
1: wah, wah, wah. <laughs>
0: let's, let's finish what we started Okay Incredible Let's finish what we started
1: Justice for incredible liberty We've There you go it. We've got it <laughs> Happy Easter Go walk yes. your dog Don't let it walk you There you go <laughs> I'm here all night
0: Dance tonight, dance tonight, don't need da